0: Welcome to Lost in Twin Peaks. Today's episode covers the out-of-town events of Season 3, Part 12. The FBI in South Dakota. uh, We get a little bit of yankton where Hutch and Chantel killed a ward. Moving on to Buckhorn, uh, Gordon and Albert recruit Tammy into the Blue Rose squad. They explain what it is. We'll talk about that more in the lodge lore section. They deputize Diane. That's when she says, you know, the Let's Rock line that had everybody all excited. Diane receives some text messages from Cooper asking about Las Vegas. She says they haven't asked yet. And later, uh, Albert gets wind of this and shares it with Gordon. But before he can get him alone in the hotel room to explain this developing situation, uh, he has to wait. Gordon's there with a French woman, young, very young woman, who is uh, very glamorous. Doesn't speak at all, just takes her time, putting on lipstick, makeup getting her clothes together, shuffling around, winking and flirting with Gordon, (laughs) and Albert just stands there the whole time just not having it whatsoever, while Gordon's loving it. And of course, this is another example of a little bit of Lynch's perversity, and uh, certainly a self-indulgence that you either find as exhausting as Albert does or as charming as Gordon does, uh, or just an amusing combination of both. We do get one last scene after this in Buckhorn of Diane entering coordinates, from the arm, from Ruth's arm, from that photo she saw where she was glimpsing in the previous episode. And she sends these to Cooper, and she looks and she sees that it's Twin Peaks, that these coordinates are pointing toward. Now, I say, you know, this is the last scene we get in Buckhorn, but this actually probably takes place before the other ones. And we'll talk about that in the timeline section. With all of these scenes, we're now sinking into the hotel world. I really kind of dig it. There's something cozy about it. It feels like we ran out of story, but Lynch just wants to stick around with the FBI anyways. So he keeps coming up with things for them to talk about or do in this space, and I get a real kick out of it. I love Albert's delivery of the Blue Rose speech. There's a kind of a gravitas there, this weightiness that he's gained with age and this kind of gravelly voice and I love that, and I love christabel's reaction. It's very kind of cute and touching. you know she's so honored to be incorporated into this blue rose club and actually later, the actress Christabel, who is primarily a singer, she composed a song about the Blue Rose. And uh, it was uh, shared on a Twin Peaks Unwrapped episode that I'll link below in the show notes. There's no Mr. C in this episode, but we do have a Mr. C storyline that intersects with the aforementioned uh, Yankton threat of South Dakota. That's Chantal and Hutch arriving to kill the warden. They talk about torturing him. They decide not to because she's hungry. She wants to go to Wendy's. So they just very casually snipe him out of the van that that they're in, perched above his house. And then a child runs out of the house yelling for his dad, and they just kind of blasé go on their way, like, not caring. And that's an interesting touch to add, of course, there. This is not a character we would be inclined to have that much sympathy with. Uh, It's implied that he was kind of wrapped up in some dirty stuff along the way, and, uh, you know, we haven't really been given much opportunity to empathize with him. But to have that last moment where the sun comes out is just kind of a reminder that this isn't just a Tarantino-esque game where the violence is all for show and play even though it's often presented that way at the same moment there'll be a kick of reversal where we're given some kind of anchor emotional anchor in it to understand you know the consequences of this violence even if it's just a glimpse las vegas is barely in this episode uh there's with dougie there's nothing with the office nothing with the debt storyline the assassination plot the Mitchums. we do get one glimpse of his home life when he plays catch with sonny jim Ah, uh, the boy just throws a baseball at him, and it hits him in the shoulder and rolls off. Despite being so minor, the scene does have—it uh, is significant in a few different ways. For one thing, it's a interesting contrast with the scene where uh, Mr. C's ordered Chantal and Hutch to kill a warden, and we see the son running out and grieving his father. Here we see the good Cooper bonding with the son, and there's this kind of contrast with uh, the, you know, with the characters that way. Uh, and of course, implicitly, he's the father of Richard, Mr. C. Uh, also lends that scene a, a contrast where Ben talks about the father and the son and everything like that. We may think it odd that we've gone from Cooper out with the Mitchums to no follow-up to that storyline whatsoever. Just hey, here he is playing catch with his son. And uh, thirdly, this is significant because I think for many people this was the final straw. They'd been waiting for nine episodes now for the for the good Cooper to arise. Okay, it's it's just around the corner. It's just right. Okay, now they're playing this music. He's He's looking up as they play the music. He's eating cherry pie, and he's saying damn good pie. That's Cooper saying it. This is it. And then here he is, playing baseball with his son. I think this is what finally broke a lot of people, was like, he's not coming back until the end of the series. You know, Maybe that's three more episodes. Maybe that's four or five. Maybe it's the last scene of the last episode. But, you know, this is not... This is the story of the return. I think this was when people made their peace or made their grief with that idea. Uh, There is one other Vegas storyline which carries on outside of Vegas. That's the Great Northern Key that Jade sent after she found it in her car from uh, Dougie Cooper. And this key is finally given by Ben to Frank. He says Harry would have wanted it. And Frank is kind of impressed with the fact that this key arrived right at the time they opened up the Cooper investigation. So that trail from Vegas to Twin Peaks is now pretty much complete, just waiting to for the final touch. That particular storyline is returning after a four-episode absence. So I briefly placed it on the back burner of stories, something that's dormant because we haven't seen it for a while. And then it popped right back up in this episode, so that always can happen. And on that note... Uh, We'll end by noting there's a story that in this episode has now been gone for four more episodes, and that is everything uh, that takes place in New Mexico in Part 8. We haven't seen it since Part 8, so we'll kind of put it aside for the moment and see if it ever comes back. That's it for this episode. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You can also support this work on Patreon.com slash Lost in the Movies. Tomorrow's episode is going to cover the events that take place in Twin Peaks in this episode, In the Town.